Welcome to the Persuading Goldfish Podcast, brought to you by Nexus 6 Marketing. Welcome to uh, the podcast. I have here with me Jessica Ireland. Hello. Um, I would like to say that um, we are in the back of a coffee shop, which is essentially my office. So if you hear kind of a coffee grinder going or any kind of thing like that, that's uh, that's how professional this podcast is going to be. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, Jess, would you like to introduce yourself and maybe tell us what you do? Sure. Well, like you said, my name is Jessica Ireland, and I am a self-described vision action catalyst. And if you'd like to know what that means... That means that I really support people who are looking for some kind of change in their life and maybe they don't know what it is they want to change to or they do know they just don't know how to make the change. So I'm frustrated with my career or my relationships or my finances or my health or what have you and I know I want something different, I just don't know how to get it. Or maybe something a little more esoteric where I just know there's something more to life yet and I've reached a point where I feel like there should have been more but it's not happening and how do I how do I attain that how do I become more of who I'm meant to be uh, take advantage of the more that's offered to me by this life so I really help people find what makes them come alive in themselves help them create that vision of what they want life to be like and then help them really define what those action steps are, those simple daily actions they can take to make their life exactly what they want it to be and to have more purpose, more fulfillment. That's really cool. That was a long answer, wasn't it? No, I liked it. (laughs) It makes me sound, it makes what I do sound really boring. (laughs) No, no, no. (coughs) You you connect people. The more human approach. I like it. Well, thank you. No, that's awesome. So, um, you know, a lot of what I obviously kind of preach when we're talking about marketing is that people buy based on experiences, right? So they don't buy products or services. They buy an experience. So Mm -hmm. tell me, what is the Jessica Ireland (laughs) experience? It kind of depends on what day you get me on. No, that's that's not true. Um, <laughs> what about a Wednesday? <laughs> when, when specifically 11.06 on a Wednesday morning. Well, if it's raining out, then... No, I'm kidding. The Jessica Ireland experience is a one of awe and wonder. One where you get to discover how powerful you actually are. You get to discover that you're actually more capable than you ever thought you were. You're more worthy than you ever thought you were. You have more available to you than you ever thought you did. And all you you need to do is take simple steps and actions to take advantage of all that is available to you to create the life that you want. So it's one of inspiration, one of empowerment, one of aliveness and engagement with what with the world and who you really are does that make sense <laughs> yes <clears throat> i uh i don't know if i, I truly know who i am <laughs> most of us don't we're taught to 
respond to the world we define ourselves by what's outside of us rather than engaging with the world from within from who i know that i am who i know that i want to be and then responding to the world in kind we respond more to in the way that um, i'm supposed to do it this way or this is how society defines success and so i must do it this way or mom and dad did it this way, so I need to do it this way, or I need to do it exactly opposite of what mom and dad did, depending on where you are in life. Um, you know, the whole grow up, go to school, get married, have your 2.4 kids, start your job, do that for 40 years, retire with your gold watch, sit in your easy chair until you die. Um, that is this, this old definition of success, and so many people, feel like failures now because they're not achieving that and rather than thinking they're a failure i think it's because they just don't want that to be their life like this is how life should be and i truly from my insides don't want that fail at that because it's not what makes me come alive maybe piece of the pieces of that does maybe um, I do want to go to school, maybe I do want to get married, but maybe I don't want the same job for 40 years. I mean, that's very common in society now, as many people switch not only jobs, but careers over a lifetime, just because they want to try something new, they want to engage a different part of themselves, and that's completely fine. But we have families, we have societies, we have rules, quote unquote, that tell us that that's wrong, that that means we've failed, that we're not successful but that's just something we've created. It doesn't have to be that way. And so if that doesn't make you happy, it might, if it makes you happy, do that. But if it doesn't, then you get to make your own rules. You get to decide what makes you happy and then you get to run at that with full speed. Hmm. <clears throat> do you think you kind of see that with people on Facebook now, like where they try to celebrate like every little achievement, like if they, ate, they made a good decision and they ate a salad, for lunch, they'd be like, look at me, I ate a salad, or I went for a run today. Like, they just need some sense of accomplishment. Like, they just need to be like, hey, I've accomplished something, or I did something good. I mean, does that play into it at all? Social media... Because it uh. seems we're such a self-congratulating <laughs> society now, right? Like, it's almost like you don't have to do really much of anything to be like, hey, look at me. Here's my participation award. Right. And, yeah. like, this whole nonsense of, you know, like, because, I, I mean, I've got two two small kids. I mean, if they suck at something, right, and they, like, they kind of shit the bed on the test, right, and they get an F, I don't want the teacher to be like, well, at least you tried. Like, no. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> but, it, I mean, it, it seems like even, like, your quote-unquote, like, rebels or kind of the outsiders, mm -hmm. there's a very defined definition, like they even fit into a group. Sure. Like there's a, like there's a very cookie-cutter cookie shape of who's like your traditional kind of outside of the norm. Sure. And those kind of people that are even like, hey, look at me. <laughs> they're, I mean, they even slot into, you know, they're even kind of slotting into a group. Yeah. Uh, like predefined group. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What's your question? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There, there's a lot of this has to do with what's the image that I'm portraying to the world. Um, 
and a lot of social social media is our as our face so i project on the social media what i want others to think about me so it's me trying to control what others think about me and how they perceive my life and often that's because i'm upset with something about what's going on in my life and so i want to make sure that what's visible out there is that i'm awesome rather than i have these failures um so social media is more of a mask sure it can be if you're not sharing um the full range of who you are as a human which includes bad days which includes screwing up which includes uh, stubbing your toe and cursing cursing loudly you know it it includes all of that it includes your success your failures and everything in between and that's that is what it means to be human and the, the whole package is is desirable is what needs to be celebrated rather than only look at my good stuff and I don't want you to see that I ever stumble, that I ever have failed, that I ever have given up. But that's what life is, is we try something and it doesn't work out quite the way that we wanted and so we reevaluate. Is this something I really want to be doing? No. Well, then you stop doing it and you do something else. Or is this something I really want to be doing? Yes. Okay. So why didn't it work last time? Where's some some adjustments I can make and see what the new outcome is? And you keep making adjustments until you find the sweet spot, until it starts to work for you. You know, there's somewhere along the line where we go from it's okay when you're a kid to screw up, to fail when you're trying something new. And then all of a sudden one day we wake up and now I'm an adult and it's no longer okay not to do something perfectly the first time. So you think about little kids when they're learning to walk and they, they stand up and they're wobbly and they take a half a step and then they fall on their ass. And do we scold them and yell at them? Oh, you're so stupid, you don't know how to walk. What's the matter with you? You should just quit, you're a failure. No, we get excited. We grab our phones and we start to record the thing and we post it on social media, our 900th video of our baby. But look, he almost walked, maybe not really, but look anyways, right? So we're excited about it. We celebrate the attempt and then we encourage them to try again. And then they take one and a half steps the next time and then they fall on their ass. And then this, keep, this pattern keeps repeating until all of a sudden you're walking and you don't even have to think about it, right? But somehow as an adult, when we try something new and it doesn't end up perfectly or anywhere close to it the first time, we think we're a failure, we weren't, we weren't meant for this, we should never try it again, uh, and everybody hates me, and yada, 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 right? And that's just ridiculous because Life is always about learning something new. It's always about expanding. It's always about growing your abilities. And you have to practice, you have to engage with the activity over and over again uh, to really become truly good at it. So like, I was just, an example is, growing up, I, you know, thought, I always told myself I couldn't draw. I wasn't an artist because I couldn't draw, you know. If you asked me to draw a face, it would look really terrible. And to me, that blanketed the whole, win the whole 
vein of what it means to be an artist out for me from a very early age. So, you know, I've been working with you on making a logo and I wasn't conveying, I have an image in my head, but I wasn't conveying that as well as I wanted to to you. So I thought, well, let's just see if I can't vaguely sketch something to maybe give him an image, the image that's in my head. And so I drew something. I'd also like to know that I'm just garbage at making logos, apparently. <laughs> Oh, good lord. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, I, I got out some paper, I had some models, and I just started drawing. And I actually came up with something that I really love and actually doesn't look terrible. And all of a sudden, I've opened up this whole new vein of possibility for me that I am an artist and I can learn. Now, was it perfect? Was it something that um, is going to be on the wall at the art museum? Probably not. And had I said, oh God, this isn't going to be on the art museum wall, I was right so many years ago, I'm not an artist, then I would just shut that door down for me once again. But instead I said, I just spent a few hours at this and already I've got something that is recognizable and that I really like. So um, the point is, is it's okay to try things and to fail the first time. It's okay to fail the first five times, the first 10 times, as long as you see some improvement and you still have a passion for it, something you want to do, then you stay at it. If you ever get to the point where it's not lighting you up anymore, it doesn't have a light energy about it, you're not excited to do it, it's, it's painful to do and you avoid it at all costs, then maybe it's time to shift gears. Very cool. Well, I mean, on that point, I mean, your logo really is, you know, your brand, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And it really needs to speak to to what you are and what the, everything's about. And so, I mean, yours is um, like flames, and, uh, and and I think it fits you perfectly. <coughs> so yes, I'm, I'm going to be. I hope that's be, in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Not in like an inflammatory way. Yeah, well, yes. Well, I hope it's inflammatory in a good way, but it's it's the link of the title of Catalyst because that's what I do. That's is spark. I, I, yes, the spark. I help catalyze the, the, the spark that is already within you. It's like I'm not giving you the spark. You have it. We just tend to put a lot of crap over it as we get older. We put more shouldn'ts and more can'ts and more don'ts on top of it. So it's, it's still there, but it's really hidden. So my... Um, purpose is to throw gasoline on it. <laughs> so, so uh, that's the fire, the, the the link with the fire and the coming alive. Really feeling like you're on fire for your passion. You're on fire for life. That you're engaged with the world and you're ignited um, into into fulfilling your purpose mm -hmm. uh, or purposes. So yeah, fire is definitely a, a, um, a theme for me and why I wanted it to be a part of my logo. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> On that topic, um, you know, obviously kind of building it out, who is, uh, who's your target market? My target market are typically, typically middle-agers, and you can define that however you like. <laughs> 
it's usually self-defined. So it's people who have kind of had uh, time with the adult life and enough time where they decide, um, I feel like there's so much more and I want a piece of it and I want to make that happen. I just don't know how. And that's because we're not really typically taught how. It's often typically people who have been through some major transition in their life, whether it's empty nesting, um, getting a divorce, uh, career ch major career changes, um, any, any, any major life change like that. That's typically the people who seem to be most attracted to, to what I'm doing. You know, the, the younger folks typically still have that fire and that passion already. <laughs> says you know maybe people that have kind of just maybe plateaued in life yep and they think this can't be it there's got to right. be another peak here and i'm i'm here to tell them yeah there is it keeps going as long as you want it to so cool. mm -hmm. so given that i mean how do you find most of your um kind of client base word of mouth yeah. i mean that i was i was thinking about that the other day is all the people who've taken my courses have come, probably 90, 95% of them have come from word of mouth. Either oh. I met them or spoke to them directly, or somebody that knew me spoke to them directly. Sure. Uh, I have tried Facebook advertising, and I don't have the skill set or the time to put in it to really craft it the <coughs> way that you have to, to really engage the people that you want. I have not, I've, I've tried several times on Facebook with my courses and gotten zero out of it <laughs> that I'm I aware think, of. I think the problem with Facebook ads though is <clears throat> the people you're kind of trying to target or, you know, if, if you say, hey, you know, this week only it's 50% off. Mm -hmm. It's like Groupon, right? Yeah. People want that discount. I've done and then that. You, yeah, but then mm -hmm. you, you just, you're essentially just telling somebody hey, you can expect to pay this price. And then when you try to go back to the regular price, people yeah. are like, why am I going to pay that? I paid half price last time. Yeah. So, you know, that's the whole thing with Facebook. Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, um, I think, I can't remember who was telling me this, but uh, you have to first establish yourself as an expert. So yeah. all of my ads have been, hey, buy something from me. Right. Rather than, hey, here's who I am, here's what I do, and here's how you know I know what I'm doing. So, like, you're posting, like, some awesome thing you said or or just something to prove to them that you know what you're talking about and then once they start recognizing you more then you ask for the app the buy and then they're more likely to buy from you right the interesting thing about that is I just posted a new Facebook event for my next workshop that's coming up and I've changed the wording a little bit because um, I like to give people the full details on what to expect from the workshop. Like I want them to know exactly what they're getting um, so they, they don't come in and aren't thrown off by, oh, this wasn't what I thought it was or I thought there'd be more to it or whatever. So I, I was having these really in-depth, detailed uh, descriptions. And, um, but my, I've been talking with you, this about talking with you recently about this is these 12 archetypes for branding and my yes. my archetype is the the magician uh, and 
the magician is about mystery and about about wonder and one of the recommendations for the magician is to be vague not vague but mysterious like not giving them the full details so on this latest facebook i did this last night i was very vague in the description i was like oh you get to step into your power become more i mean it was so vague it was poetic but it was very vague Mm -hmm. and i'm not kidding you within a half a second somebody i didn't know on facebook who also we have no friends in common saw it clicked she was interested shared it and said this sounds interesting right (laughs) i was like all this work on copy on being very detailed and transparent and i do one vague one vague mysterious thing and they're like i'm on board (laughs) so it's just a lot of practice with with that kind of stuff and consistency i know you talk about a lot of making sure you have not only consistent message but you're posting consistently and in the same ways and that doesn't mean necessarily frequent like 10 times a day but it means do what you do and do it every week or do it right whatever yeah and i mean so it's like you know it's like a tv schedule right if game of thrones you know is going to be on i don't even know what night game of thrones is on but if you say game of thrones is on this night and then you watch you know walking dead on this night you know people come to expect it right so if you have a week where people miss it they're like what's happening why isn't it showing (laughs) yeah i mean they're doing that nowadays with the mid-season finales like what i don't understand this but that's totally off subject (laughs) um but no that's cool um yeah so i mean um so you so, I mean, Facebook, I think, you know, is still kind of works. I mean, no, I, I don't know. I mean, do many people use Twitter? I don't. No. And I, I, I mean, Facebook I, I, is enough of a black hole for me. I don't need any more social media. I don't really find that maybe people that are looking for spiritual enlightenment will use Twitter. Yeah. I, I don't think it really fits my my service or my brand <clears throat> very well. If, no. it, if it did, I would, but it's not a 140-character type of... No, no. type of service so I mean nothing of value can be really communicated in 144 no, characters I, I'm more focused on videos live live interaction yeah um, I'm, I'm better with that than <coughs> I am with words like written words <laughs> <laughs> words you know yeah. writing things <coughs> no that's cool um, so speaking about that Speaking about your um, really kind of vague... Um, <laughs> My vague booking. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. There we go. No, we're okay. Um, talking about, yeah, your vague events. <laughs> um, do you have any coming up that you'd want to uh, to plug? I do. I have a couple of things coming up that I'm very excited about. The first one is my Infinite Possibilities Workshop. It's kind of my primer course the uh, come and drink our Kool-Aid type of stuff. It's about finding a new perspective on life, one where life doesn't happen to you, but you're actually a co-creator of it. That by changing your thoughts and changing small things every day, you actually help create your world and you can create it to whatever you want. So if there's something in it you don't like, you can take steps to change that. Um, So this is, it'll start July 31st and it's one night a week for three weeks. Nice, simple, quick, quick course and I'll be here in Des Moines 
so we'll do lots of it's not just me preaching to you it's a lot of activities so we'll get practice actually doing the things that will help you start to make changes in your life now not down the road not not six months from now not a year from now but right now where you'll start to see differences so that's coming up and the other one that I'm really excited about is I've joined a movement called the Courage Collective and this is a global group of women who are coming together to find their courage, to find their story, and to be able to share that with the world. So we'll meet bi-monthly here in Des Moines, and we'll have a curriculum that's designed to help us find our story, be able to tell it in a compelling way, and find ways to get it out into the world. We'll also have a lot of online trainings with experts in business, in branding, in self-development, in speaking, all sorts of stuff. So we'll be uh, having the local group twice monthly, plus there's like five or six different things we'll be doing with the global group online every month. Plus, we will do a Women Rising event at the end of every six-month period where we'll put on our own keynote speaking event. And we'll do a Day of Courage, which is actually coming up August 28th this year, where we will all do something that scares us <laughs> as a way to find our courage and to realize that we can survive our fears. And that includes anything from jumping out of an airplane to signing up for that art class that you've been afraid to sign up for uh, but always wanted to. For me this year, I'm going to, oh, now I actually have to do it because I'm going to say it out loud. I'm going to play the piano in front of people. I've played the piano since I was a little kid, um, but it's always been my thing. It's not something I like to share with others because it's kind of a personal contemplative prayerful, meditative thing for me. And at the same time, I'm a control freak and I don't want anybody to see me mess up. <laughs> you can decide which of those explanations carries more weight. So, and the thought of playing others, in front of others really terrifies me, but so I'm going to, on August 28th or thereabouts, play in front of people where and when, I don't know, but you can check me out on Facebook because I will be posting it. Um, so that's all a part of the Courage Collective. I'm just super thrilled about that because I, I love public speaking and I want to help others get out there and, and not be afraid to share their message because everybody has a story to tell and there's somebody, at least one person out there that needs to hear your story to help them along their journey as well. And that's kind of what this whole global women's movement is about. So those are my two nearest events. Very, very cool. Um, on the Courage Collective, <clears throat> I uh, I know I'm not invited. No, you're not. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. You have to be a self-identified woman. Um, I don't think that Which you I'm are. Which I'm not. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners, if they didn't already know. Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I will tell you, if it was uh, the Courage, if I had to do something, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> we're going back a couple of weeks, but there was like this narrow kind of stairwell. It was going down to the basement of where were we? It was a church. Anyways, I was helping. They were building a community garden. I was helping them, and we were putting some tools away. And there was like a narrow, like little narrow hallway, stairwell down into the basement. And well, I'm a relatively tall person, six one, and there was a big spider web. And so it was kind of one of those ones where the roof was lower, so I'd almost have to like slide down on my back to get downstairs, oh, and I wouldn't do it. Because of the spider. I was spider? like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because of the spider? Yes. 
I don't know. I don't know if people know this, but when you're, I mean, like, like not freakishly tall, but like, I'll be walking and hit like spider webs, just wherever I'm walking. Like if I take the dog for a walk, there'll be spider webs between branches, and the branches are laying down. I'll walk into them all the time. So if I'm like always like, ah. and it scares me because I, I'm I, both repulsed and slightly terrified of insects. So what would you do on your day of courage? I'd go down the stairwell. Okay. Slide down on it on my back and pray to God as like Maybe it was go. terrifying because there was a spider in the middle. Maybe was, go meditate underneath the spider for a little. No, bit. it was like a whole. It was like it was like something straight out of Charlotte's Web. Like the spider was there and you could see it like looking at me. There was a nice spider in Charlotte's Web though. She was very kind. It was a black widow. Yeah, she's very kind. They're deadly. <laughs> but Charlotte was very nice. She saved a pig. Did she? Yeah. I believe she saved a pig. How would she save a pig? You're going to have to read it. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but that would be my courage. Yeah. <clears throat> so, how do people get in touch? How do people um, get more information, maybe sign up for the events? Excellent. Yeah, so you can reach me at jessica at jessicaireland.org by email, or my website is jessicaireland.org. On Facebook, I'm Jess M. Ireland because somebody else had already taken Jessica Ireland on Facebook. It's actually a pretty common name. There's a folk singer in Canada who has JessicaIreland.org. It's very sad. <laughs> Thinking of I'm gonna Do, they have I, Yeah, I'm no. I'm gonna send uh, send my goons after her and yeah, get get my donate domain. Can we just go? Can you just go? Jessica? You're Canadian. You should talk to her. <laughs> You can speak her language. Like, hey. I'll, I tell you what, I'll go up there and I'm like, you're going to have to change your name to jessicascotland.com. <laughs> and then you can have Jessica Ireland. I like it. <clears throat> yeah, and I was talking about URLs. I actually um, was working with a totally, it's nothing to do with us, but I was working with a customer and uh, her domain expired and she couldn't find it. It was registered with the Yahoo. So I've been working with her to try to find it. Uh, I found it. And it's in China. Oh. And I'm like, what? What do the Chinese have? <laughs> so, yeah, so we're working on getting it back. So, hopefully, one day she just doesn't re register her domain. That would be awesome. And then it goes to China. China. And, and then you can uh, just buy it back from them. <laughs> yeah, 350 bucks for it. Holy crap. I'm like, aren't stuff like, aren't st isn't stuff like import supposed to be cheaper? <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. It could change over the next few years. That's true. Fingers crossed. Who knows? Who? I, I don't know what's going on anymore. Every day the news. You're like, what's happening? Like, it's I, like Twilight Zone every day. No, like, it's like I keep expecting that it's Kevin Spacey's the president. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, I, he pushed somebody in front of one of the other. I, like I watched the, the first 30 seconds of that show, and I couldn't do it because of the dog. Which dog? The, the first episode, the first 30 seconds. If you don't remember, then I'm not going to tell well, you Well, obviously, it. it's not a big part of the show, because I can't even remember the yeah, dog. Yeah, I you couldn't get past it. You watching because of a dog. It's what he did to the dog. Oh, did he kill it? Yeah. Oh, he does far worse. Uh, yeah, which is why I stopped there. I was like, uh, this isn't for me. I think he had, like... <laughs> I, I don't do animal I, abuse. No, I think... <laughs> I think... Now, I mean, this is totally off, and we might actually end up cutting this from the podcast because it might be a spoiler. What later. if I say something amazing right now? That's true. Mm. No, he. Get, I, I think there's a scene where he, as the president, right, gets fresh with his wife 
and one of the uh, Secret Service guys. Really? Yeah, like Kevin Spacey kisses a dude on the show. Wow. I know. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Polyamory. I'm digging it. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a he's kind of a I mean free loving guy. Yeah, I mean he's a Democrat in the show, of course. <laughs> Is he? Right? Yeah. He seems I, in the previews and everything. He seems so not on the Democrat. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I don't Have wanna... you watched um, Alpha House on Amazon? No. It's like it... with John Goodman and. Uh... No, I'm I'm rewatching West Wing for the third time. Alpha House is really good if you want to watch something. It's a politically based show. They're Republicans, and but it just makes fun of them. I mean, <laughs> I'm not on either side, right? Because I think they're both a, they both suck. But um, yeah, Alpha House actually makes fun of the Republicans. And one of them, they go to a Republican retreat, and uh, they have a guy. What is he doing? He's pretending to be. He's a Reagan impersonator, and he taught. He gives a speech that Reagan gave in the 80s, oh, gosh. and it seems like it sounds like. The Democrats, Democrats now platform, yeah. and everyone's what the, this is a disgrace. <laughs> it's just like they're getting so angry. It's oh, it's like, fantastic! It's like how I think about Mitt Romney now, and I'm like, oh god, I oh. would kill for a Mitt Romney oh, right man, now. I know. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know, or John McCain, or well, not anymore, or but. George W. Like, oh, <laughs> those oh, were the days. Oh, those were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like having like you reminisce about those days, like what is happening? Oh heavens! <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't be talking politics, but I mean, no, good you Lord, better I mean, cut this. Just, <laughs> just, yeah. So, anyways, that. But was, it wouldn't be a conversation with you if we didn't get wildly off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's what it, that's what life is, right? I think, it is. You know, um, that's the problem with you know things like a lot of marketing today. It's, it's so scripted and so you know, unhuman, because, mm-hmm. I mean, people aren't like that, Yeah. right? They can see through your bullshit, mm-hmm. like Pepsi. We've talked about it before, oh, like Pepsi's whole, like, what was her face, taking a photo shoot on the side of the road, and then she's like, I'm going to join the Black Lives Matter. And I'm going to save the day by giving a Pepsi to the cops. Right, yeah. and it's just like, if people see through it, and they're like, that's not real. And they're like, and it just it illustrates that they think they're stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're dumb. And you're gonna buy it because we did this. Cooperate, um, <clears throat> and again, I, I think you know, yeah, you know, people have political opinions. It's not that I hate people that disagree with me. There's yeah. gonna be a lot of people disagree, and that's fine. Yep. So, yeah, but that was the podcast. Awesome. Did you have a good time? I did. Good. Well, thank you we for listening. We should do it again sometime. We will do it again. We'll do it <laughs> after the event. How about that? Oh yeah, sure. I'll probably about. come back on and plug some of the events for the Courage Collective. Do it. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, um, I'm Dave Macon signing off. And I'm Jessica Ireland saying goodbye. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>